This Hawk Talk is brought to you by the NSU Wesley Foundation. The NSU Wesley is a Methodist campus ministry dedicated to serving the community. Every week, they serve a free lunch for NSU students, faculty, and staff from 11 to 2 on Wednesdays. This is quickly followed by Club Sammy, a program geared towards feeding those with food insecurity in the community. Finals week, students can get free breakfast, lunch, and dinner from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 405 South Going Snake Street, Tahlequah, OK. For more information, call 918-822-1913. Hello, and welcome to Hawk Talk TNE's podcast. Today, I'm sitting down with Dr. Kendra Haggard, Director of Student Engagement and Transitions. We are here to discuss food insecurity on campus. Thank you for taking the time to sit with me. Let's find out more about food insecurity on campus. So first off, I just want you to introduce yourself for people who may not be familiar with you or what your position is. Okay, great. Thank you. I'm Kendra Haggard. I'm the Director of Student Engagement and Transitions, and part of that position is Rowdy's Resource Room. It's located in Lozier. So we're really thankful to have that on campus and excited about the opportunities and usefulness that it brings to our students. All right. And so have you had an uptake of students coming in recently within, I would say, like starting this semester or last semester? So I haven't seen an uptick. It's pretty, I would say, consistent. And there are some months that are... Uh, We see more use than others, but it's usually around 40-ish students a month, but some months it's more um, like 50 or 60. And this month, of course, this is week two, so we have seen some usage, but, you know, people are still um, learning about the resource room if they're new to campus, but I'm sure usage will increase. Yeah. Do you have any demographics of people who are using the room? Um, Yes. So we do ask if there are um, students or if they're faculty or staff, but it's primarily students who use the resource room. I know you'd ask me if they were a commuter on campus, but we don't ask um, that specifically. So I'm not able to to share that information, Mm -hmm. but we do have primarily students who use the resource room. And I know that I I didn't mention this earlier, but is there something similar on the BA or Muskogee campus? That's a great question. So on the BA campus, we do have a resource room in the administration building. So it's on the first floor. So students can, um, you know, food items, office supply items, and toiletries, clothing. So we have all types of clothing in both locations. But if you're uh, maybe you have an interview and you don't have anything like that, um, you can go and find some things to wear at either resource room. And uh, again, there are food items. Um, we are starting a resource room on the Muskogee campus. So um, we're excited about that. Do you have like a timeline for that opening? So they actually have one that is there, but they're adding to it. They're, it's, it's expanding. So, so right. I don't know when it will be fully expanded, but that is something that, that they've been working on. So we're excited about that. Yeah. So from the last year, did you have more people coming in for like toiletries, clothing, or was it more food or do you know? Um, Great question. So it's primarily food, but there are 
several who come in for clothing and toiletries. So one of the things that we always strive to not do is create a barrier to students using um, the resource room. So we do have QR code where we do ask students if they would, you know, mind signing in and then filling out those questions that let us know the demographics and what they're using. But if someone's not comfortable filling that out, then we don't make them fill it out. So it's totally up to them because we would rather you have that and not fill it out than What kind of food items are there available in the resource room? So on the Tahlequah campus, and I say that because what our students on the Tahlequah campus look for and what Rogan Arrow students may want to grab are two different things based on, you know, if you're in the dorm and what you could and couldn't cook. So lots of um, canned food items are popular. Ramen, spaghettios and ravioli, cereals, uh, mac and cheese that you can, you know, heat up and you just add water. Um, those things are popular. We have peanut butter. That's a pretty popular one. Yeah, and so people are welcome to donate items as well. How would people be able to get a hold of the resource room to donate goods or financially? Okay. That's a great question. So you can bring things to the student engagement office to donate items. And we also have bins in different buildings where they're green circular bin, and you can donate food items or clothing items within those bins. Um, or like I said, you can bring them to student engagement, or you can call us at 918-444-2526. And we can visit with you about like maybe you need us to meet you over at the resource room or you want to, you know, bring things up in the circle drive and us meet you out there. So is that the number for student engagement or yes, for student okay. engagement? Is there a separate contact for Rowdy's resource or does it go filter through student engagement? It filters through student engagement. The hours for Rowdy's resource room are um, nine, um, nine to one Monday through Friday. Is it available on the weekends? If someone did need in the resource room on the weekends, they could contact us and we could meet them here or I could we can make some arrangements if somebody needed if they needed something. Okay. And the last thing I think that I have is that I just wanted to know if you have any had any fulfilling experiences working with the resource room. I have. I've on off season, I would say off season, but off semester, maybe times whenever a student has needed in the resource room and maybe they needed clothing and and food. It always means a lot to me that we can help provide those things so that they can come here and earn an education and not have to worry about that clothing that they needed or that food that they needed to make it to, you know, a payday or um, whatever that next thing that they were waiting for. And also, also really, you know, touching times where I've helped a student like find some clothes for an interview that they were excited about for an internship. So I just really um, love that we have that resource for students. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your time. And what was the number to reach student engagement again? 918-444-2526. All right. Thank you. To learn more about this issue, I also spoke to Whitney Arbo, Director of Housing and Residence Life. I wanted to speak with housing because their staff, including RAs, often have the most interaction with students outside of class and are frequently the first to hear about personal situations like food or housing insecurity. I'm sitting down today with Whitney Arbo, Director of Housing and Residence Life. Thank you for taking the time to sit with me. What have you been hearing from students? Are there differences or upticks in requests for help in the recent years? 
Well, thanks for having me on this today. We have, I wouldn't say we've heard an uptick or really a change from our students, um, but we have, our office is located in Lozier, uh, right in the center. And so we we see a little more foot traffic for students nowadays, um, either needing to utilize the pantry. We've also seen an uptick in students donating to the pantry, not just students though, community members as well. I mean, we, I would say we probably see two or three people walk in a week uh, ready to donate. Overall though, requests are not up currently. For students who are experiencing a food insecurity, who is an appropriate first contact to reach out to? Anybody who is part of the NSU community, faculty, staff, that includes our RAs, should be and most are well aware of the of Rowdy's Food Pantry and what um, what is available there. But yes, uh, for housing side, their RA is a really good first point of contact um, because there's a little bit of like confidentiality there and they can just ex- simply express the need. They don't really have to explain why or what's going on. They can just say, hey, uh, to my RA or any RA, really, this is uh, something I need. Can you help me out? And then for food plans, has there been a decrease in the number of meals that student can purchase for the same amount of money? Yeah, so the number of plans or meals available to a student on our plans hasn't changed. Our, you know, relationship with Sodexo is a really good one. And um, we always see an annual increase in the cost of, of food, which means the annual increase of our meal plans goes up. You know, just just in this last calendar year, food prices rose anywhere from 8% all the way to almost 12% nationwide. Um, so it's not something that NSU in Tahlequah, Oklahoma is experiencing, but it is something, a, a national issue. Um, and a lot of colleges and universities saw anywhere from like an 8 to 9% increase in their food service plans. The folks here at NSU and with our relationship with so we were able to actually keep that percentage low for our students and only saw a 5% increase um, collectively over all of our meal plans. And so students still have the same number of meals, the same you know amount of flex that we've had in the past, and just the, the cost per person uh, only went up slightly. Does housing have any plans to maximize students' ability to cook for themselves in their room by allowing things like hot plates or air fryers or ovens? So we already have a a good list of appliances that students can use in their space with the air fryer probably being the most popular one. And, and, you know, the only thing we can't allow is things with like open heating elements. And so toasters and and toaster ovens and even things like um, uh, hot plates or what used to be George Foreman grills are now open grills. Um, But we have the ability for students that live in Cobb Hall or any resident really that asks for it, but it is located in Cobb Hall. There is a community kitchen there that students can and do utilize. Um, And then, of course, in our apartments, they have a full-fledged kitchen to use. So we haven't taken a a look at that policy just because for safety reasons. But I think that the students we do have now have lots of opportunity to cook. Um, Rice cookers are also an option. The air fryer is the real popular one uh, with our residents. And we we have those, um, you know, sometimes they're sensitive, you know, a uh, seminary suites experiences, you know, certain air fryers could set off, of, you know, the fire alarm, but it's, it's not really a cause for concern um, for us other than just an inconvenience when that happens. Um, so, yeah, but uh, students still have plenty of options to cook in dorms. Is there a list somewhere of like what is allowed or what students are able to use inside their dorms? Yeah, absolutely. On our um, housing website, we have a list of the what to bring and what not to bring. Um, it's posted year round. We highlight it, you know, around move in days um, and it lists it's pretty accurate and, and, and very specific for students about all ki- types of items, not just related to food, but anything that you know we would encourage them to bring with them on campus. And that 24 hour kitchen 
or the community kitchen, is that available 24 hours? Yeah. So all they have to do is contact um, their RA on duty or if it's during business hours, um, come by the housing office and we we let them in. And there's um, utensils and certain tools and things like that provided. And then if a student needs something specific, they'll have to you know provide their own. But it's just a community maintained kitchen um, and they, they use it just as needed. I wish it was utilized more. So I'm hoping that you know, by talking about it on the podcast, more students would be open to using it. There's a stove, there's an oven, there's a um, full-sized fridge, um, freezer, microwave, lots of counter space. So they could come and cook a, a whole meal for friends um, if they wanted to, because we have seating and couches and tables as well in that area for them to use. Would it be possible to change that to like where you'd be able to swipe into the kitchen instead of having it being locked? It's a really, really good idea. Something we could definitely look into. All right. And what was the uh, the fact that you wanted or the statistic that you wanted to share? I just kind of reiterating that we were able to keep our food costs down. Um, I took a look because, you know, we have it's super guilty. I like to go out and eat all the time. Um, and so the one of the things that Sodexo uses to set prices for the next year is the CPI, the consumer uh, price index. And so just from last year's statistics that they had, um, if you were eating at home, food prices went up 11.8%. So most of that's in like dairy and meat and, and those types of items, frozen items, things like that, um, versus when we would eat out, those food prices were kept relatively low at 8.3%. And so that knowing that we had to raise the cost for students only to 5% for us, you know, maybe like it felt really good to know that we could work with one of our great partners like Sodexo to keep prices down for our students and still provide all the options that we have on campus. We have so many food options for residential students, commuter students, faculty and staff to, to use. And so that it felt really good to be able to keep those prices down. All right. Well, Whitney, it was great talking to you. Thank you for coming in. I want to make it clear that it's okay to ask for help. There are resources on campus in our community out there for those in need. We have different food pantries around Tahlequah, services offered by the nation. And again, thanks for listening to the Hawk Talk podcast. You can find us on nsunews.com, Spotify, or follow our social media pages at TNE News on Instagram and Twitter and the Northeastern on Facebook for the latest NSU news. The NSU Playhouse invites you to a night of laughter and fun with five women wearing the same dress. The show, written by Alan Ball and directed by NSU's own Dr. Robin Pursley, revolves around five bridesmaids avoiding the bride who they all secretly dislike. Starring both current students and alum, the show will take place at 7.30 p.m. on April 10th through the 13th at the NSU Playhouse located in downtown Tahlequah. The show will also be the fourth Golden Llama competition presented by NSU Drama. Student organizations with the most members in attendance of the show will win the Golden Llama Trophy. Who will be the student organization with the most members in attendance? Purchase tickets for the show at nsuplayhouse.ludus.com. That's nsuplayhouse.ludus.com.